Smith, talented actor and accomplished musician, once turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix so that he could star in Wild Wild West, which until recently was his worst professional decision. But slapping Chris Rock on live TV? It's shit like this that got him sent to Bel Air in the first place. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. You gotta smile and you gotta pretend like that's okay. Everybody just yells and screams at each other. Yeah. Nobody's civil anymore. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment. What do you get? I don't think so. When you cross I think a mentally ill loader. Be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. That's With a society that abandons him and takes him like trash. Love will make you do crazy things. I'll tell you what you get! Let's put this into context. The slap has been called the worst moment in Oscars history, which isn't true. Hattie McDaniel won an Oscar for her work as Mammy in Gone with the Wind, and they damn near didn't let her in the building. She had to sit in the back row as a black woman who was talented yet utterly despised by the white folks she worked for. So yeah, there's, there's been some Oscar shit before. Citizen Kane, often said to be the best movie ever made, didn't win Best Picture. In 1974, a dude ran bare ass naked across the stage flopping his flaccid dong everywhere. Rob Lowe did a duet with Snow White, which, trust me, was way worse than it sounds. In 2017, the presenters announced the wrong winner for Best Picture. A year later, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga dry-humped on stage during a piano song about something. So, there's been all kinds of Hollywood hijinks during the Oscars. But this was a bit different. On a night when he won an Academy Award for Best Actor and narrowly lost an award for Best Adapted Dad Bod, Will Smith made the worst decision in front of a TV camera since Two Broke Girls by slapping his friend, Chris Rock. The slap came unexpectedly and silently, like a masturbating mime, and was certainly not staged because if it had been, Will's son would have been cast in it. I made that clear, like, Rock, you tell me, whatever you wanna do, brother. And he was telling me, I'm fine, let's just get past this, I'm getting out of here. I can't believe this happened. The LAPD came and needed to talk to Chris. They were saying, this is battery. We will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. But our source says the actor still didn't want to press charges against Will. Chris said he just wanted to leave. He got in his car immediately and left. Smith is a cautious actor. 
He's not known for courting controversy. During his prominence as a rapper with DJ Jazzy Jeff, he didn't curse. In his first movie role, he declined to do a kiss with a same-sex actor, even though the script called for it. He has been relentless in following a, uh, like a Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington type of hero, like manly, strong, compassionate. And then the Academy Awards happen. This Joker is up for best male actor, ready to pounce on an award that has eluded him since he got robbed in Ali and concussion and the pursuit of slappiness. And this is what set him off. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) That's a lame-ass joke. It references a film from a million years ago. It's not even that funny. And while Chris Rock is a legendary comedian, this joke... Come on, man. I've heard worse in a four-deep line in a New York bodega trying to buy a goddamn soda. The joke was weak. But Chris Rock's response to the slap wasn't. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. He took that slap like a heavyweight champion. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Bravely blocking that hand with his face. Wow, dude. Composing himself to continue onward to complete a live television award show. It was a G.I. Jane jump. That only moments later my wife's name out your fucking mouth would gift his aggressor a best actor award. I'm going to, okay? (laughs) I can, oh, okay. That was a... Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. When Will Smith got up to accept his Oscar, seriously, minutes after assaulting a goddamn host of the Oscars, he gave a 14-minute long acceptance speech because the Academy of Arts and Sciences, a group of 80-year-old white men that sniffed their own farts for pleasure, wouldn't cut his microphone and play him off stage like every other winner. Will Smith, well, he got to speak till he could speak no more because the Oscars, after witnessing an assault on camera, live, in front of millions of slack-jawed yokels, couldn't bear to say cut on a guy who just won one of their most prestigious golden awards. I've been getting a lot of questions about why I've been wearing this turban. Yeah. Well, I've been having issues with hair loss. Alopecia is a medical condition that causes one to lose their hair. And while movie stars like Bruce Willis have embraced hair loss and become even hotter and more attractive, it's different for a woman because male pattern baldness is a real thing, while female pattern baldness is not. Jada Pinkett Smith's alopecia is absolutely a tragedy. It's devastated her. If a guy loses their hair, 
it's hereditary. If a woman loses their hair, it's a nightmare. Because women of all shapes and sizes, whether an actress or a musician, or a lady driving a garbage truck, all of them are not accustomed to losing their hair like a man might. In our DNA, it's predictable. In their DNA, it's unfathomable. But let's, you know, put this into perspective. Alopecia is common. No one dies from it. The pain is psychological, not physical. 14 million people have lost their hair from cancer or some other medical bullshit that really puts a person six feet under, with hair loss being the least of their worries. It's baldness. The pain is real, but it's not life-threatening. And while important and requiring compassion, it's not like Chris Rock was making fun of uh, Easy e for getting AIDS or of John Wayne for getting stomach cancer. And just because Jada Pinkett Smith has been vocal in discussing her alopecia, it doesn't mean that Chris Rock knew about it. Does every Oscar host get the benefit of a full medical history of their rich and successful audience beforehand? Simply put, you can't slap Chris Rock just cause your wife got no hair. I'm your man. And to win? It's a bathroom's part. Okay. You look cute. I love your sexy ass. You love me? Do you love me, my nigga? I love you. Okay. I love you too. Let's go get something neat. So let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith for a moment. They have admitted to having an open marriage. They have admitted to painful, adulterous relationships. They have been accused of being gay, of being whoremongers, or worst of all, Scientologists. And all of this stuff may be common insults in Hollywood as a way for those who are less successful to discredit their more talented peers, like Will and Jada. They've dealt with some really nasty publicity, much or maybe all of it false. And until recently, they've dealt with it very professionally. And while their marriage appears to be open except for jokes, there ain't no one in the world, you or me or the TV, able to understand their relationship. Because it's hard enough to understand a relationship when you're in it much less when it's two people on the silver screen that you only see every couple years or so. Both Jada and Will have jokingly said that their commitment to each other is, quote, a bad marriage for life. Relationships are hard, which is why they are so valuable. You don't just luck into a two-decade marriage. It requires work. Everybody was just kind of floored, the yes. whole thing. And 
Yeah. Amy Schumer is giving a little more insight into the tense moments that followed Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars. The Trainwreck star previously responded to the slap heard round the globe, writing on Instagram that she was triggered and traumatized. Let's talk about the innocent bystanders. Amy Schumer was traumatized. No one has checked in on Alfonso Ribeiro. Has anyone given a thought about Carlton's perspective on this? And DJ Jazzy Jeff, what's his take? August Alsina, one of Jada's lovers while she was married to Will Smith, just signed a six-figure book deal to spill the tea on their affair. And mind you, Will Smith didn't slap this dude even after he smashed his wife for eight and a half months. What of the uh, the trauma inflicted upon the Price Waterhouse accountants who were trusted with the secret ballots and the tabulating and such? It's an unsafe work environment, I tell you. Look, man, if you're getting hitty with it in your 50s, you've made some poor choices. Fist fights and bar brawls and sucker punches to the construction worker that whistled at your hot girlfriend. That's the playground of younger men. Silly and unsophisticated, like a newborn giraffe just trying to figure out why their neck is so long and their legs don't work yet. The whole point of making it to middle age is that your fighting days are behind you and you instead start suing people, shitting on their porch, or fucking their wife. But 220-pound Will Smith, age 50-something, because I didn't really Google it, went up against an older, 140-pound, maybe, I don't know, soaking wet, 140, 150, and slapped Chris Rock in front of God and everybody. And these two guys, they worked together. Chris Rock was an actor on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it's all because Chris Rock compared Jada Pinkett Smith to Demi Moore in her heyday, who was one of the absolute smoke shows of Hollywood. And again, when G.I. Jane was a thing, she was one of the most desired women on earth. I wasn't even there. Nothing to do with me. Because people are saying, what would, what would Ricky Gervais have said? What would, what would have happened to Ricky Gervais? Well, nothing. And I, and I said this live. I said, nothing would happen to me because I wouldn't have told a joke about his wife's hair. I'd have told a joke about her boyfriend. That's uh, Ricky Gervais. A previous host of the Oscars and a guy that absolutely gives no truck about anyone's feelings. Would Will Smith have slapped Ricky Gervais? Would Will Smith have slapped, uh, instead of Chris Rock, The Rock? If Will Ferrell had said a particularly pungent quip, would he have gotten a five-finger hello to the mouth hole? Look, man, Jada and Will and Chris, they've known each other for ages, and the flavor of their entanglement is unknown to everyone but themselves. But it's hard to believe that Will Smith 
would have pulled that shit on Jason Momoa. And let's say one other thing. Actually, in defense of Will Smith, who did a criminal act on national television and has faced few repercussions other than maybe having to pass on a couple of film projects while he lives with his sweet children and smoking hot wife in a 20,000 square foot mansion in Beverly Hills. Every person above the age of 20 or so deserves a slap occasionally. You ever uh, failed to slide an item across the self-scanner at your grocery store? You ever forget to pick up your dog's poop in the park? You ever celebrate Earth Day by throwing a soda can out your car window? Yeah, if the world was just, you'd have a slap coming your way. Because sometimes motherfuckers need a course correction. And violence, it's never the answer. And Chris Rock didn't deserve this. And it's embarrassing, and it's dumb, and it's terrible. But I'll bet you a half fist full of nickels that you did something in the last month that might deserve five fingers to the side of your head. Because you're human. And you're flawed. And that's okay. Perhaps the luckiest person in the world is Louis C.K., a terrific comedian that won a Grammy after being sexually creepy. Because all this Oscar shit happened immediately before and no one gave a fuck about Louis C.K. The second luckiest person might be that August guy, whatever his name is, that R&B singer who nailed Jada and got a six-figure book deal. And the third luckiest, well, that's Chris Rock. He sold out all of his shows. Ticket prices hit the roof. And maybe that's the best salve of all. You don't need a stretcher when you get slapped. You don't need law enforcement or Robitussin. Often the best revenge is living well. And Chris Rock? Man, he's got two years of material going forward. Season 2, Episode 6 of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas is now put to bed. Thanks for listening. This podcast was produced and performed by Eric Gray. Pop on over to ericexplains.com, jump on the mailing list, and you'll get updates on exclusive content. Other than that, Chief, keep safe, keep sane, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.